Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Bobby Dean. Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Bobby's World. And today's lovely co-hosts are no other than my bestie, Jenny Matrius, and her sister, Jerrica Trias. Please introduce yourself and let them know a little bit about yourself. How's it going, you guys? My name is Jerrica. I'm Jenny May's sister. I'm a professional fighter, and I also teach martial arts. Uh, So that's pretty much what I do for a living. And we're going to hear a little bit more while we're talking, so... So, can you tell everybody how you got into the fighting industry, would you call it that? Well, first off, into martial arts to start off with, because I never even thought I was going to be a professional fighter. Mm -hmm. So, I grew up and I was watching a lot of Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee movies. (laughs) (laughs) So, that's what kind of inspired me to do it, because like, oh, cool, like, I want to do that. Or it's like, I actually wanted to be in, like, the movies, because, like, I saw, like, girls doing Mm -hmm. it, too. I was like, oh, man, that looks super cool. And so when I was like 10 or 11 years old, my parents put me into karate and then I just pretty much stuck with it since. But then along the way, like since I was four years old, I've never been out of stop a sport. So the first uh, sport was gymnastics. And then I just nice. kept going from there from like volleyball, basketball, everything with a ball or and anything with a board. My sister knows. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I knew that I wanted to be some type of professional athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, and then down the line, I kind of just, as I was doing martial arts and doing sparring, kind of just fell in love with fighting. And so I kind of took that on. Now, I feel like you guys come from a very athletic family. Like, I I don't know if your parents have ever, like, taken up any sports or whatever. But for anybody who, like, dude... I wish you guys could like literally do your parents have an Instagram because Loki like people need to follow your parents like they're always traveling like they're both very in shape like would you guys say that you guys kind of get it from your parents you think so yeah I think so my mom's pretty adventurous I think my mom is more adventurous than my dad but I know um, my dad told me growing up like he played a bunch of sports as well so Yeah. Badminton. Badminton. <laughs> and then being that you guys, I guess now that we're like establishing that, that you guys kind of do come from an athletic family, like, are you guys competitive, like, as a whole? Or have you guys ever been like, look, I'm going to fuck your shit up? Like, <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think, think so. If so. anything, we like to help each other out. Yeah, Aww. and I think it wasn't, it was never like even an, too much of an emphasis like we did do athletics but it wasn't like that was the thing yeah. like it was always like you know how filipinos are like oh you're gonna be a nurse and be oh, in yeah. the medical field I can't yeah. you. so <laughs> it was like it was that it was not the yeah the other thing was just like uh something recreational so they did your parents not know that this was going to be something you were passionate about like they weren't like from a young age like this is it like oh. let's put it no no they wanted me to like any other like Filipino. books, they like wanted, school. They wanted me to be a nurse. They oh, compared man. it to all our other cousins. Yeah, same here. And at mm-hmm. first, at first, like when I started and I told them I was going to fight and take that on, like they were not for yeah, it at all. They were, they were really? so against it, right? And so oh, what's wow. funny is... All of a I, sudden. I, I, no, no, hold on. What's funny is I think I was like 18 or 19 years old. And this is when I was like boxing. And my dad and I were in the car. I don't think you know the story, but my dad and I were in the car and we were driving. And he was asking me, he's like, so he's like, where do you see yourself like five to ten years from now? And you said and beating honestly, somebody's ass. No, no, no. Honestly, like, I don't know about you, but for me at that time, I was like, I had no freaking idea. And honestly, like, I felt like I was going to go pretty young. Like, I even had like an age. I was like, 23. You know how I live past oh, that young? Wow. I know. I don't, was, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I was like. But something like my intuition, my gut, she's like, I told my dad, I was like, I don't know, 
But I pointed to a billboard. I was like, <laughs> but you're going to see me up there. Watch. Hey. I was like, I feel it. And, and then, what they say, and then, be practical, be a nurse. And then, no, no, no. And then what's crazy is um, last year I did my first professional fight for Glory. And Glory mm-hmm. Kickboxing is the number one uh, kickboxing organization in the world. Oh, wow. And so, like, I got to fight for, on TV and stuff like that. And so when we were re-watching the film at home, I was like, hey, Dad, I was like, Remember a couple years ago when I did told he say you anything this? about that? Was he like, "Oh shit, let me just"? No, he, he just laughed and stuff yeah, because ever all since of a sudden, all of a sudden, when they saw me, when they saw that I started doing well, that's when they were like being more supportive about it. And he was even saying, "Oh man, you could beat this girl." This is. I was like, "Whoa!" He's like, yeah. "You had never said that to me ever before." That's yeah, crazy. So. so you see, like a big turnaround now. Yeah. Nice. So. I mean. Yeah. Now that they do see that and everything, I mean, would you say that they're more hands-on? Like, aside from, like, the emotional support, like, they come to fights, they do everything. Mm -hmm. Nice. They're very supportive. They come to all my fights. My mom always disappears, though, like, when I'm about to fight. I didn't know. I didn't know, like, until my family But you don't ever get beat up. It's always the other way She still watches, but I guess supposedly, like, she's with the crowd. And then when I'm about to come up, like, my uncles and my aunts and everybody's like, where'd your mom go? And I guess she's, like, all the way in the back, like, hiding. Aw, no, she she doesn't want to yeah. see you like you know, I know. what i mean like it, it, yeah. it is a it could be a violent sport so she just doesn't want to see you like that i know i understand that's cute though oh i love it <laughs> so uh being that uh you are a professional fighter and everything like what are some struggles that you feel like every fighter or any any aspiring fighter um should kind of be on the lookout um for? i think some i think you can actually this could go for anything not just fighting but like work or any other career it's just the there's certain steps and like certain things you have to get done in training and skills that you have to work on to be able to like obviously achieve a certain goal and sometimes like maybe you get injured or like stuff comes up schedules change stuff with family happens and so just having to like be very flexible and adaptable and Mm -hmm. to be able to work around all of that so like not and not using it as excuse because like oh man i like broke or hurt my knee is like i'm not able to like train anymore yeah you can can like you gotta push through you can still do your upper with her wasn't your leg messed up that's why you weren't doing any kicks and all you were doing was throwing punches because she's her specialties are oh yeah so Mm -hmm. there was actually one fight um Nobody knew this, just, like, certain people I was close to. There was one fight I did where uh, I think it was my... Something with my hip or my leg was messed up, so I couldn't kick. And so, like, I was like, all right, well, I can't kick, so I'll just focus on my hands. So I trained my boxing a lot. I I was just training boxing and boxing and boxing. And then that fight, I just used my hand and ended up knocking the girl out with... That was, uh, like, a how-many-second fight? um, (laughs) That one, well, that one was... uh, I think it was a second-round TKO. But but my last one that is that was only like a fifty one yeah. second fight. Yeah, so I mean yeah, just injury working through injuries and just I think that's one of the biggest th- things. Yeah, as a fighter. And then what about for you? Like what do you think helped to push you to the professional level that you've achieved? Um honestly what's weird is even when even though I was not officially a professional mm-hmm. when I was when I was training and like, still fighting as an amateur and stuff like that, for some reason, I just always, like, felt like a professional or, like, saw myself as You that. had that mindset. So I was, like, yeah. so I was there already. So when I 
went on to actually be a f- professional, it didn't really like. It didn't feel like feel, too much of a transition. Yeah, the only difference is just the actual name. Of, like she's a professional now, but yeah. the way that I was like acting and like carrying myself was still the same. Nice. That's what's up. Um. Now, okay. Now, as a female fighter, do you feel like there's any obstacles where you're kind of like maybe? any issues with like the opposite sex where they're kind of just like okay it's, it's cool it's whatever she's a girl fighter like mm, she's like do you feel like they don't take you as seriously or you're like no like everyone's respected in this industry um i at least from where i came from and from where i grew up training there's has been a lot of respect because we don't just fight girls like when i train i actually fight with guys oh nice okay so (laughs) yeah and um the guys that i a lot of the guys that i fight when they train with they all kind of have that respect for women as well and they understand that you know we're all just human beings that's amazing yeah and so we'll still push each other like just because he's like he's a guy it's not like he's gonna oh, yeah, take it easy on me right it's like you know that's like i know it sounds silly but it's like you know you see movies and in the movies it's always like oh well it's a girl whatever i could beat that ass like oh whatever like i'm gonna challenge her in another way and i'm gonna make sure to go harder on her or anything like that like you haven't dealt with that oh actually now that you bring it up i have so i was how old was I? I think I was like 12 years old and I was only in orange belt in karate. So I was 12 years old and I was just getting done with a class. And one of my one of my classmates, I think her cousin had come visit from I'm not sure where he was coming from, but he came to visit. And supposedly he trained also. Okay. And he was a purple belt. And so. I think he was like talking crap or something like that. And so Mr. V, my my instructor, he was like, oh, okay, he's like, well, here comes like spar like Jerka and stuff. And so like <laughs> he thought he was like all badass. And so like when I went to spar, I'm like, I freaking I whooped his butt. And it was so funny because he just I don't know. He, he wasn't expecting it. He yeah, was like, he was not expecting what? it at all. Girl. <laughs> yeah, let her. So that yeah, so that kind of changed his mindset about girls <laughs> mm-hmm. okay and then now being that you guys are siblings have you guys ever fought yes. <laughs> like, okay so yes. i feel like she, the, this whole time i thought the reason why you got into fighting is because i used to bully you when we were little no, no? Uh, so so she thought she was special she was like expecting a speech from like jerica then like when she got famous like oh you know thank to my sister for like beating my ass back in the day like no no that's not it anyway no it wasn't that but uh yeah we did we fought a lot it's funny because sometimes they were like it could start off from an accident where maybe like I don't know, I bump into her or like I throw her the remote control and then it Dude. hits her and she's like, oh my God. ah, you hit me. And then she goes, it's like, I'm like, fine. I was like, she's like, I'm going to tell mom. I was like, no, no, no. I was like, here, you could hit me back. And so she oh, hits it. Oh, hold on, hold on. So, so, she, so she hits me back. I'm like, ah, you hit me harder. So I get to hit you back. And we just oh go back God. and forth. <laughs> my dad used to be so mad all the time. Like, you guys fight too much. Yeah, you need to fought. love each other. You guys are sisters. Blah, we blah, hated blah. each other. Other each other when did we start up. getting close when we started working out <laughs> oh, yeah we yeah, we were really but we weren't you guys really a little close. older because i feel like with my sisters that kind of took a minute too for yeah, us to kind of like older, you know what definitely. i mean i don't know i think that's most siblings no though, yeah. no because there's a, a lot of other siblings i know 
that like they were best buddies growing like Jayla up. and Jeremiah yeah. my kids <laughs> yeah that's like the best okay wait 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 now random question but so like when your parents started seeing that your fighting was like doing good and everything like that how, did they ever try to be like oh, Jenny May you should try to fight like mm. no my my parents pushed me in swimming because that, that's what I was good at you were super good at it but you didn't like I it I didn't like it I, I was, was really good really at good. swimming but I I didn't enjoy it you weren't it. passionate about it yeah I didn't enjoy it I was just good at it <laughs> Yeah. The stuff that I do enjoy, I'm not good at. <laughs> Sadly. It's okay. I mean, yeah. you could, like, practice and stuff. Yeah, and... no, definitely. <laughs> Look at her trying to be all cute and sisterly. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, you know, I feel like anybody that does anything where there's a lot of eyes on them and stuff, like, there's always, like, a really... Um, a crazy level of expectations and just in general, like the bar gets set high for everything that you do. Like, do you feel like you even have to hold yourself accountable into a certain level? Um, are you talking, we're talking about when I'm actually like in the ring fighting or just in general, just in general. Like, do you hold yourself to like a certain level compared to like maybe other people? I, f I feel like, yeah, I do just cause I know I'm not just like a prof professional fighter. So I teach also. So I have students that also look up to me. Nice. So Aww. I feel like, yeah, I have to, lead by example and yeah do my best to lead the best example i guess so that's mm -hmm. what's up so like okay everybody knows that um something that i guess i've been kind of itching to talk about and because we're here um i felt like we should definitely talk about for instance, like, let's say depression. Depression is something that i think a lot of people go through whether mm -hmm. everybody has their eyes on you or even you're like just a regular person you know like for instance like jenny may you got kids i know we've had this discussion before jerica i feel like you got this you know what i mean like people that are looking up to you or even for instance myself like my viewers don't know that i've dealt with depression and this is something that i recently started opening up about this year yeah. um i feel like depression is never easy to talk about no. but it needs to be talked about um can you talk a little bit about even like a time that you had to deal with depression yeah. or that you've dealt with it? Yeah, I can. Uh, I'm not sure if I, you know about this. Maybe you do, but and this is the first time I'm actually saying it in like public because other people that I'm close to they know about it. So remember when I tore my ACL? Yeah. Okay, mm. so I was in Ireland. This was in 2016, and I I was also in a relationship at the time, and it was going good, and then so. Long story short, I tore my ACL during that fight. And what's crazy is it was the beginning of the year, and I had already had my plans for the whole year. I was like, all right, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to transition to, different fights I'm going to have. So it was already planned out. And so I just remember, like, when I was in the ring in Ireland, and my I didn't know it was torn at first. I just know something bad happened to my knee. Like you it felt hurt. it. Mm -hmm. It hurt so bad I collapsed. And I was on – I still ended up finishing the fight, though. I was just – again, I was just punching. <laughs> but – um so I went to the ground and I was just like saw the whole year just like it was just like before oh, your like eyes a shot All like right. my heart like down I was like it's over that's when the, so that I don't know what I'm gonna you do gained weight, right? and then on what happened I said that year you that's when you gained weight huh oh yeah just, I gained a you lot you feel like that man. took a part in like I'm sorry played a part in your depression because. I feel like that's going to sound silly, but even one of the times when I went through a depression was because of that, because I gained a lot of weight and um, I wasn't ready for it. <laughs> I mean, that could also be part of it, but I think for this one, it was more so the ACL tear. And then when I got back from Ireland, I got my heart broken. Mm. So like, everybody knows that shit yeah. hurt like a motherfucker. And so, <laughs> and so usually like 
how I deal with things, I'll go and I'll like work out just to keep myself busy. So I go work out or I'll go like hit stuff, but I couldn't do anything mm-hmm. because I was like, so I just remember just like, and I couldn't talk to anybody at the time because first off, nobody knew I was in that relationship that I was in. Mm-hmm. And so I just remember like just, and even my dad, like I'd be laying down on my bed and I guess he felt something was off and he just would walk in, he opened the door. He's like, are you okay? And I, and I just fake it and just like, yeah. But I just like lay in my room, not be, not get out of bed, and literally like I don't know if this is how you felt, but my bones, I had never felt this way before. Like the chemistry in my body, my bones felt like noodles. Like my whole body went soft. Mm-hmm. Like I felt so weak. It was it was so bad, and because I couldn't like, I didn't feel like I couldn't talk to anybody. I kind of like was crazy and there was like a mirror in my room i was just like i just talked to myself yo like i don't know if other people fucking do that but sometimes i feel like that kind of helps yeah whether it does in a sense it's like you're practicing what you want to say to other people or not just that but it's just kind of like look bitch you need to get it out and i'm just gonna talk to myself about this shit real quick like we're gonna pep talk ourselves out of this like i don't know like Mm -hmm. is that kind of how you look at it yeah so like i just like talk to myself and then the other thing is um because sometimes it's hard for me to like say it verbally or mm-hmm. what I feel just because I'm feeling so much. So yes. I ended up like drawing or painting. But another thing I like to do is like write. So I'll like write poems and stuff like that. Oh, nice. That's what I was going to say. I like to write out my problems and then after reading everything, reflect on it. And then me personally, I delete it. I don't want to remind myself of, of that feeling of that feeling yes so i just read it address it and re- recognize what the issue is and then try to find a, a solution for it and then once once i got that figured out i delete it i was gonna say yeah. i feel like for you jenny may like call me crazy but i feel like people put a lot of pressure also on moms like because usually no one wants to admit this i know we got some dads up in here in the studio real quick but it's all right they could cover their ears for two seconds um the moms realistically are the head of the household. Moms tend to do a lot for the family unit. And I feel like because of that pressure, a lot of people look at moms like, you're not allowed to be depressed. Like, you got to focus on the kids. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have a minute for yourself. And it's like, that's that couldn't be any farther from the truth. Like, because you do so much for others, like, you deserve to feel how you feel. Mm-hmm. Like, would you agree? Like, it's do you kind of feel like you get that pressure? Like, like focus on your kids, Jenny Mae. Like, like, you know you what know, I mean? I think about your kids because sometimes, like, when I was going through that depression mode, all I wanted to think about is, like, dying i didn't want to be here anymore oh my god i, I wanna, felt like running away i wanted to yeah, go to I, I was wanna, like i was ready to take girl, a flight to why he sounds <laughs> lovely <laughs> I wanted that's, to run better. Away. that's better you're thinking about vacation i'm over here thinking like no, i don't want to i've thought about no that more. though i've thought like, about I that too don't. but i get what she's saying because i mean it can come off like a vacation but realistically to anybody else that isn't dealing with depression it's like you're running away from your problems like you're escaping yeah. like you know yeah but that's the other thing too now that you mention it, is when i was talking about you know how i talked to myself because I knew that yeah it's okay it's like you know how sometimes the people like you have your friends come over or mm-hmm. sometimes a family member just to kind of comfort you and yes. stuff which is not bad but then I thought to myself you know I was like yeah if I have somebody to talk to they could come over they could only come for me for so long but when right. they're gone right. when they're like, right gone back. it's me again so I'm gonna have to deal yes. with it myself regardless mm-hmm. so that's why I just ended up talking to myself now if you don't mind me asking but do you still go through any little like episodes of depression um recently i have yes you have. but um i've 
part of what like helps me to keep going is just i don't know setting goals I, I agree. Yeah, and then just taking steps towards that. Living a healthy lifestyle helps a Does lot. Does it help you also to, like, take it one day at a time? Because mm-hmm. for me, that helps. Like, okay, call me silly. I know a lot of people don't believe in the whole horoscope shit, but I'm one of those motherfuckers that believes in, like, being true to your zodiac sign or whatever. And, like, I'm a Virgo. We're very organized. We're all about planning, 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 planning. Like, when one little thing doesn't go how we plan, oh, we lose our shit. So, for me, that often, like, can play a part in when I have a, a, a episode of depression or whatever. That's why when you were saying, like, when you saw that injury and you felt like all your future plans were, like, falling apart, like, I get that i can for sure relate to that but for me because i'm always focused on my next step my next step i've also had to remind myself like it's okay to take it one day at a time like i don't have to always think long term like it's okay to just literally focus on that day and getting through that like does that help you too yeah it does and the other thing too is just knowing like what happened to me how i had my that whole plan you know planned out that year is that the goal still your goals could still stay the same and you just got to take a different route and so right. it's not always sometimes we expect for it to be done oh, sorry <laughs> sometimes we expect for it to be done a certain time um but the universe or whatever just you know steers you in a different direction and yeah. sometimes it'll take longer sometimes it'll take sooner so it's not just about oh how long is it going to take me it's just like so now it just feels like all right how far can i go with this or i'm just gonna keep going till you know i get there and see i like that because in a sense that's basically positive thinking i do think that positive thinking can definitely help with depression but now how do you ladies feel when people are like oh my god being depressed is just a mindset like like i don't know about you guys but i feel like i i take that offensively because i don't feel like depression means you're weak i definitely don't think that depression means that you're a negative person i feel like going through depression just means that you handle your emotions a little bit differently and i don't know about you guys but for me it just feels like sometimes your emotions literally just get the best of you and that shit just feels like a little wave that kind of sweeps you away and next thing you know you're kind of like fuck like i'm literally just trying to get to the surface like i'm just trying to get out of this shit like i'm fighting for this all day every day like can you guys relate to that Yeah. yeah and at first you know because i grew up in such like uh hard mindset like environment mm-hmm. at first i was just like always thought i was like oh man this is not like good it is a mindset like i'm a, being a pussy or whatever Yo! But, <laughs> but finally like i just you know i understand that, you know i'm human like we're human it's okay to feel things mm-hmm. like it's okay to Yo, be there literally. it's okay to have that depression just as long as you don't stay there that's something different i agree like, i agree that's yeah that's different i do so. think that like would you guys say like in the filipino culture like people look at you guys like you're not allowed to feel that way because i know in the dominican culture because we are basically like afro latinos and stuff like that like i feel like it's just like what the fuck is that like they don't have that mindset like like what what's what's depression like it sounds so stupid but they literally look at it like what are you talking about like that doesn't exist like the doctor did i tell you what the nurse told me when i was in um when I was in the hospital for depression, and she basically told me, uh, you know, people have bigger problems than you. I know when my I, problems are valid. I know when you told me that that really you know, that really bothered me because I'm not even gonna lie. For me, that's why for a really long time I never told people that I would battle with depression 
<clears throat> like it was really hard for me to open up. And this year I finally decided to open up to people and let them know because I'm like, you know what? Like, hey, it's OK for me to admit that sometimes I need help, whether it's emotional support or or somebody literally just like coming over like. I need that sometimes. Yeah, so even yeah. with you, when you were saying like the whole like, hey, I'm not a fucking like pussy. Like you do feel like that because sometimes you're like, damn, dude, like I need to shake this shit off. Like what's wrong with me? But then it's like, reminder, it's okay to feel this way. Like yeah. it's okay to go through the motion of it. Yeah, because you're human. Like we all have feelings. But I feel like, you know, when somebody tells you something like that, yeah, maybe they're going through some, like there's other problems out there that are worse which is true but the feelings i think that's all relative because i could be going through something mm -hmm. that seems so much smaller than what you're going through but, but the way i'm feeling mm -hmm. could feel the same way as you're feeling yeah. i agree you know because saying? it's basically like everyone's feelings are valid and i feel like even that that's something that people like if you have a friend in your life or if someone just opens up to you about depression, like I feel like you need to be respectful of what they're saying and not say negative things like that yeah. because something like that can trigger somebody and make them shut down or even worse, but make them have like suicidal thoughts. Like that shit's real. Yeah. I think that that's also another reason, like for instance, I know you guys have heard this a million times, but in the black community, you never or it's not very common to hear that black a black man is depressed or anything like that because I do think that black men are held to different standards where it's like they always got to be strong they always got to be like you know what I mean like that male figure so when a man does open up and says like hey I feel some type of way it's like it goes back to what we were saying earlier like the oh you're weak or you're this or that and it's like that doesn't make anybody weak at all like you're just I think that makes you feeling strong strongly because yeah. that like, being vulnerable like that it takes a lot of like strength <laughs> to and vulnerability to even be even open in that way i so. agree and just in general i feel like people need to give people that battle depression way more credit because it's literally it feels like an internal battle all the fucking time and for you to have to fight yourself because that's literally how yeah. it feels all the time like you're fighting yourself like bro you are strong so anybody that's watching this that's going through depression i just want you guys to know like you're not alone a lot of people go through this and it's okay to talk about it. You just got to find the right circle to open up with because no one should be judging you for feeling any type of way that you're feeling. Yeah, like if you use working out as an analogy. So like, yeah. let's say if I'm like, like curling eight pounds and my sister over here is like curling 20 pounds and we're doing the same reps but I'm struggling over here and she's also struggling but we're both struggling the same way. I'm just lifting a lighter yeah. weight. Literally. You know? So, Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Fuck depression, y'all. <laughs> Fuck depression. <laughs> I can't believe in taking med meds for that though, because they try to prescribe me Prozac, and I was just like, nah. No. I don't want. I don't want pills. Well, like, to be yeah. honest, I feel like for everybody, it works differently. I mean, I'm personally not a fan of pills unless it's something like super extreme, like if you're gonna go for a surgery or something like that. But I would prefer a a, a more herbal route <laughs> if you will <laughs> i just believe in the more natural route <laughs> it's just I, the plant yeah you know? just happen to light it up there just seems to be some special effects i mean there's other plants too maybe maybe you light a little sage clear the air in your apartment your house whatever you know whatever works for you i i don't know but i i would prefer that people kind of do that first or even then just like therapy talking yeah. to someone like that helps so fucking much like but i don't know i'm not judging if anybody does take pills i mean like i said whatever works for you really? there's a lot of people that don't believe in cannabis they don't they don't support it they're not for it so those people might 
prefer a pill or whatever. But oh, we were talking about mm-hmm. cannabis. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, oh! I can't. <laughs> yeah, she just poop went over her head on that one. That's okay. That's all right. Ah, <laughs> uh, hilarious. But you know, four twenty. It's four twenty somewhere. So smoke up if you're if you're listening to this and uh, you're supporting this podcast because we're four twenty friendly over here. Oh. What's the date today? This little part. The twenty second. Just hoping it was All right. <laughs> no, not yet. We passed that already. <laughs> oh my god! But um, I would just like to take a sec to thank you for being here today with us. Thank you for uh speaking so openly, and thank you for sharing like your words of wisdom with everybody. Yeah. Um, would you like to add anything for the lovely viewers? Um, I don't know. Can we multiply and divide instead? I'm just kidding. Sure. (laughs) Whatever you want. Um, Can you actually tell them um, any of your social media links that you would like for them to follow you on so they can stay up to date? Possibly any upcoming fights? Yes. My Instagram is It's Jerica. So it's I T S G E R R I C A. And my Facebook is just Jerica Trias. So my first and last name. I do have a fight coming up in October. I'm not sure the date yet. Uh, It'll be local around the, the LA area. So I'll keep you guys updated on my social media. Hell yeah. And Ginny Mae, let them know where to follow you at. You can follow me at Ginny Mae Trias. Uh, that's G I N N I E M A E T R I A S. So many letters. Oh my God. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine I if I use my whole name, Ginny Mae Malari Trias. Girl. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and you guys already know where to follow me, but just in case you guys are new, you can follow me at Bobby underscore Dean. And that's Bobby with an I. Do not add no E. It ain't a Y. Okay. And follow the podcast. My name Support is that. Bob. <laughs> just BKO. at Bob. <laughs> That's BKOB. The, the K, K is, is silent. silent. <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys for tuning into um, another episode of Bobby's World. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure to follow us on Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes. We're everywhere. Thank you. Thank you.